Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It's Tuesday, February 15th, 2022. I am Andrew Hansen here to break down the seven-game NBA DFS slate for tonight. I'm excited about it. We've got an interesting breakdown here with these seven games. Nine of the 14 teams involved in a back-to-back. And then I like the schedule here. Three games at 7.30, three at 8, and then one late game at 10. Uh, finishing up that doubleheader on TNT. We have some tough defensive matchups. Three of our games tonight have teams that are both in the top 10 in defensive efficiency. Then we have one game that has some potential for fireworks, a total over 240, thanks to the teams being number one and number two in pace on the season. So let's break it down here, get everybody ready for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo with our members. And the first game, we'll start with the opener on TNT. It's Boston and Philly at 7.30 Eastern. Boston favored by one and a half. Low total here of 211 as these teams are both in the top 10 in defense. And some big news here with both teams. Obviously, the Harden trade has gone through. He's not going to play tonight. He's going to be out through the All-Star break. And then on the Boston side, I'm recording this early afternoon News just came out that Robert Williams III is questionable and Marcus Smart is questionable. And that could change a lot because before that news, I was not interested in this game in general, you know, maybe a one-off. But that changes a lot because if Robert Williams sits, I might have some interest in Embiid. Now, he's been on on an absolute tear, but Boston is tough uh, across the board defensively, especially with Robert Williams III out there. And against Boston this year, Embiid has averaged 61.6 fantasy points per game, which sounds pretty good uh, for his $11,600 price tag on both sites to get, you know, maybe close to 6X. But one of the games against Boston, the center was Enos Freedom. He went for 41 and 10 that night. That's Embiid. So when it's been Robert Williams, the third in company, Embiid has not paid off a price tag like 11,600. But if Robert Williams, the third is out, I'll consider Embiid tonight. And then who's going to be on the other side? Well, we, we know Al Horford should be out there, which is interesting as he goes back to Philly, but then Daniel Tice uh, sounds like he'll be available and he should certainly spend a lot of time out there trying to slow down Embiid uh, as much as possible. And Tice is 3000 on DraftKings, 3,600 on FanDuel. Uh, could be a value play that I would use uh, if we get the news that Rob, Robert Williams III is out. Now, with the rest of the Celtics, wasn't planning to use Jalen Brown or Tatum. Uh, probably won't, even if Smart is out. But if he is, we could see the first start for Derek White. And that becomes very interesting. 5,600 on DraftKings, 6,100 on FanDuel. I think he'll be popular. And I'll be tempted to use him as well. Uh, now, remember, Philly is tough defensively, including against point guards. So I'm not expecting a huge night for White if he starts. But, you know, he's been playing well enough as he starts off in Boston uh, with that price tag that I will have him in some lineups. After that, I don't think I'll go to Pritchard or Williams. Uh, but again, we'll wait and see about that, that news with Boston and the injuries. This is a front end for them. so. You know, if Robert Williams III sits, they may go with Tice uh, and then use Robert Williams III or hope to use him tomorrow against Detroit. 
All right, on the Philly side, uh, this is an island game for them. I've talked about Embiid. Um, Maxi a little bit pricey for me, especially if Smart is starting. Uh, don't plan to go to Danny Green or Tobias Harris in this slower-paced game. Uh, Boston 21st in pace, Philly 26th in pace. And in their three meetings this year, the highest point total for either team is 111. Um, so the only guy I kind of like, the one price tag I kind of like for the for Philly is Thibel on DraftKings. He's 3,800. Uh, you know, that's even pushing it a little bit. But how about his last game? Six points, two rebounds, three assists, and seven stocks. And I was listening to the James Harden introductory press conference today and Daryl Morey on multiple occasions gave a shout out to Thibel. I think that does a lot for a young player like that. I do imagine he heard that or watched it. Uh, and Morey was talking about Thibel's ceiling being as the defensive player of the year in the NBA. And uh, I agree with that. Uh, and at 3,800, he can certainly hit value, but again, not a great game environment. Uh, on the bench, Shake Milton is the other potential value play I would consider. 3,600 DraftKings, 3,700 on FanDuel. And in the last two games where he's been back in the lineup, 20 minutes and 25 minutes. He hasn't done much, uh, so you have to hope that he he pulls it together. But you know he sees James Harden, and he knows that uh, when Harden gets out there, his minutes are likely to take a hit. So this is one of the last couple opportunities uh, in this current portion of the season for Milton to make a positive impact. So, uh, you know, he's some guy to see. He's a player to consider. Uh, Cork Miles hasn't been doing much. Uh, Niang, uh, you know, solid player, but don't think I'll get there on this slate. We've seen Paul Reed back up and bead, but now Paul Millsap is in town. He was at that press conference as well. Um, you know, he hasn't played much at all for Brooklyn. He did play back on January 13th. So a little bit over a month ago, that was his last game action. Played pretty well, almost 30 fantasy points in 19 minutes. And he certainly would would be feeling the boost uh, of a new team, a new situation. Uh, he certainly sounded excited about playing for Doc. Uh, so, you know, he could hit value um, at 3,400 and 3,500, but uh, there are some other cheap options here that I like better on this slate. All right, let's go to game two. Cleveland at Atlanta, also starting at 7.30 Eastern. Uh, island game for Cleveland front end for Atlanta. They are going to host Orlando tomorrow. Uh, all these 730 games are ones with lower totals that I'm not as interested in as the games that start at eight o'clock and 10 o'clock. Um, but, you know, let's look through it here and see if we can uh, consider a play here or there. Uh, I do like the matchup for Cleveland because Atlanta is 28th defensively and they're middle of the range in terms of pace. Uh, the total is 220 and a half Cleveland favored by a point and a half. Um, we've got Lori Markinen out. So the, the big focus here is, do you want to pay up for Garland or Levert uh, to take advantage of that, you know, below average backcourt defense from Atlanta? Uh, you know, it's tempting because of the matchup, but, since Lavert has been there, Garland hasn't paid off 7400 or 7700 on FanDuel. So I'm a little hesitant. You know, it, it is a top 10 matchup for 
point guards, shooting guards, and small forwards actually against Atlanta. Uh, so I think they'll be successful, but I'm just hesitant to pay that price tag uh, with, with them both playing uh, overlapping minutes. Uh, Dean Wade is kind of interesting. 3,000 on DraftKings. He's been inconsistent, but I think he's probably the guy that's most likely to hit 6X for Cleveland at that price. I don't think I'll get to Mobley. Uh, Allen, Jared Allen is a little bit interesting. He just got named to the all-star team as an injury replacement. Mid-7K range, a little bit more than I'd like to spend, uh, but he should get a boost from that news. And then in addition to Levert off the bench, we've seen Osman and Love be the key members of that rotation lately. Uh, don't see myself getting to those guys tonight. Over on the Atlanta side, uh, Trey Young, five straight double-doubles, playing very well. 9,300 on DraftKings is borderline for me. You know, he could pay it off if he keeps up that stretch, but Cleveland is, is good defensively. They're fourth, and they have a slow pace. They're 22nd. So not a great game environment for Trey Young. Uh, the rest of the starters have decent prices for Atlanta, but again, Cleveland pretty tough across the board defensively. So I don't think I'll get to Herter. Hunter, I like that he got 16 shots up last game and played 38 minutes, but only made four of them. Gallinari got into that starting lineup as uh, John Collins is still out. Didn't do much with it in 23 minutes. Two for eight, five points, no rebounds, no assists. Clint Capella, though, here's a guy that I'm going to keep my eye on tonight because um, he hasn't been playing as many minutes, hasn't been playing as well as we would think that he would. But he did play 31 minutes against Boston, 8 points, 17 rebounds, and he's only 5,300 on DraftKings. So that is playable for me. A little bit tougher on FanDuel at 6,500. And then with the Atlanta bench, we got to keep an eye on the news. We have question marks for Bogdan Bogdanovich uh, dealing with an ankle issue and DeLon Wright dealing with the groin issue. If they all play probably won't go there in the pace down game against Cleveland. Uh, but Bogdanovich been playing pretty well lately, 5,500 on DraftKings. Uh, he could certainly hit value there. Um, but don't think I'll get to right Lou Williams or Okongwu tonight. All right. Game three, we've got Dallas in Miami at seven 30. These two teams played earlier in the year in Dallas and Miami won that one. 125 to 110. And one of my favorite stats of the season is coming out of that game, looking back at the uh, fantasy scores. Both Luca and Kyle Lowry had exactly 44.3 fantasy points in that game. And tonight, Luca's 12,000 and Lowry is 6,400 on DraftKings. So you don't have to be a math major to prefer Lowry if we get anything close to that. Uh, first performance. Now, Luca has been dominant lately. 45 points against the Clippers and 51 before that. Um, so, you know, he's he's on an absolute roll. But uh, it is Miami. Uh, they are number six in defense, number 27 in pace. This is another game where both teams are top 10 defensively. So this just isn't the right game environment for Luca. Uh, to have another 70 or 80 point fantasy night, uh, you wouldn't think. So I, I don't plan to go to Luca here. I'd much rather go to Lowry. 
Now, we do have a big domino question mark in this game, and that's Jimmy Butler. He's questionable right now with a shoulder issue. If he plays, that will continue to make it tough on Luka. If he sits, a little bit easier for Luka to navigate, and we have more opportunities uh, for the Miami guys with usage. So he changes everything on both sides of the ball. But uh, let's go through the rest of the Dallas situation. Um not worrying about Jimmy Butler here for a minute because they have got the the moving parts here after the trade. Porzingis gone. Uh, Dinwiddie and Bertans appear to be available to play tonight. So we'll see how they get mixed into the lineup. We also have Reggie Bullock doubtful with a hip. So in addition to Luca, DFS, and Powell, assuming Brunson stays in the starting lineup, we're just not sure who's who, who that number four is going to be tonight. Uh, does Bullock get pl- cleared to play? If not, does Kleba step up? Or perhaps do they go with Bertans and and leave Kleba coming off the bench? Well, let's just assume that Bullock is out. By the way, I like his price on FanDuel of 4100 if he plays. But if he's out, uh, Bertans is pretty cheap, 3400 DraftKings 35 on FanDuel. You know, does he get some good run in his first game if Bullock is out and uh, the team looks to him to to get him comfortable, gives him a bunch of three-point opportunities. And if so, we know he can uh, get hot real quick. Hasn't had a great season, but keep an eye on Bertans. And Kleba, 3,500 on DraftKings if he starts. He could certainly hit that, uh, but he is very inconsistent. Last game, 22 minutes, zero points. So he's more of a GPP option for me. Powell is playable for me on both sites, 3,900. Uh, DraftKings 4,000 FanDuel. Uh, when they played before, he had six points, eight rebounds, two assists. So he hit 6x value in this matchup against Bam. Don't think I'll go to anybody else for Dallas. Dinwiddie in the upper 5K range. Uh, we'll have to see how things work with him. You know, if he runs that second unit, could he potentially pay off that price tag? Uh, he certainly could. Uh, we also have uh, Trey Burke questionable tonight with a shoulder. All right, over on the Miami side, um, if Butler plays, that uh, really does take away from the rest of Miami in, again, a potentially lower scoring game here. But if he sits, I really like Lowry on both sides, really good price. Uh, and then Bam, 7,900 on DraftKings. Uh, I like how he's been playing better lately. Um, you know, and if, if Butler is out, then, uh, that'll be a a key play for me to consider tonight. Duncan Robinson would also get a boost 4,400 on DraftKings, but the guy that'll be really popular is Max Struess. The last game that Jimmy Butler did not start. Remember that was in Boston. Struess got the start and he took 17, three pointers, made nine of them, finished with 27 points, three, three rebounds, two assists. So he smashed value, and he's 3,400 tonight on DraftKings, 37 on FanDuel. So, again, he'll be popular, not a smash matchup, you know, not that Boston was either. The other difference is that Lowry didn't play in that game against Boston. So, uh, you know, maybe temper the expectations a little bit if Struess starts and, and don't look for 27 actual points. We know that Dallas is tough defensively with guys like DFS, but... Again, he'll be one of those 
um, price tags that'll be tough to ignore. Uh, then we also have uh, Gabe Vincent, who could take a step up in that low 4K range. And Haywood Highsmith could play. They signed him to a 10-day contract yesterday, second one of the season. He hasn't played much. He did have a game earlier this season where he made three three three-pointers. Um, real cheap, of course. But again, I'd rather go with Struess, uh, a little bit more expensive. All right, before we go to the rest of the slate, just want to thank you again for tuning in. If you like what you've heard so far, please do hit that thumbs up and subscribe to the channel on YouTube. Certainly appreciate your support there, and the seven-day-a-week NBA podcast in front of the paywall will continue with Coach tomorrow. All right, um, how about Indiana and Milwaukee to kick it off for the 8 o'clock games? A much better total here, 234. Milwaukee favored by 12 and a half back to back for the Bucks. Really tough loss last night to Portland by 15 points. Giannis did not play in that one. He is probable to get back out there tonight on the Indiana side. This is a front end of a back to back. They're going to host Washington tomorrow. And we have Isaiah Jackson out Duarte out. That's big news. Brogdon still questionable with the Achilles. So, uh, it's the new crew here in town for the Pacers. And if Brogdon is out again, I do like these replacements. Uh, you know, Milwaukee is middle of the road defensively. They're, they're solid, uh, but they're ninth in pace. So it's a good game environment. Uh, and Halliburton healed. Those guys have been getting big minutes. Uh, Halliburton, much more expensive, tough matchup against Drew Holiday. So he's probably the guy I'm least likely to pay for. I'd rather pay 6000 for healed. Uh, we could also see Lance Stevenson in the starting lineup with Duarte out. And he's actually my favorite option because he's so cheap. He's 4000 on DraftKings. Keep in mind, he can be a point guard or a small forward over there. 5100 small forward only on uh, FanDuel. And today, for me, Shooting guard and small forward are pretty crowded on FanDuel. A lot of guys I like there. So the fact that you can only be a small forward there is unfortunate. Um, but I, I do like him. You know, he we've seen him really step up when he's gotten the start. And he stepped up in the last game. When Duarte got hurt, he finished with 21-3-4. Brissett is also squarely in play for me. 5,400 on DraftKings. He's a power forward or a center over there. And interesting that with this new group, we have uh, Jalen Smith uh, coming off the bench, 3,900 on DraftKings. Both of those guys hit value in the last game. Uh, Jalen Smith, 17 and 12. So they're certainly taking a look at him. Goga has been starting, but not getting big minutes. So I would look at Brissett or Jalen Smith if you want to play one of the Indiana bigs. Uh, Jalen Smith, though, as I mentioned, 3,900 on DraftKings, but 5,700 on FanDuel. So I don't think I'll go there. Tristan Thompson's been getting minutes, but not going to play him. Terry Taylor is a factor. He hasn't been getting as many minutes lately. Uh, and then Washington is is uh, in the rotation as well. Uh, so I will probably have one to two Pacers here just because they're all getting big minutes here, these new guys. Uh, and the backups and the price tags haven't gone up as much as some of the guys we see on these other teams. 
Now, over on Milwaukee, obviously big news if Giannis is back. Uh, and he's expensive, 11-8, DraftKings 11-4, FanDuel. You know, he's a kind of a question mark here because, you know, it's a back-to-back from Milwaukee. He didn't play, but, um, you know, he's dealing with an ankle injury. So is he, what percentage is he? Um, Indiana's terrible defensively. How much do they need him today? Uh, could it be a blowout? They are favored by 12 and a half. Uh, do you want to commit that much salary? You know, if he goes for 70 fantasy points plus, you probably do. Uh, so he's a real question mark for me today. Because uh, I, I don't think I want to go with Holiday or Middleton with Giannis playing tonight. So I think it'll probably be Giannis or pass for me on the starters. Bobby Portis, mid-6K range, is another option. Uh, if Middleton, or sorry, if Giannis plays, and of course... Ibaka should go back to the bench. Uh, He had 31 minutes last night, 6.7 rebounds. Uh, I will probably shy away from him and Monroe. I'm not sure what will happen to those minutes. You figure Ibaka will probably play. Monroe might not play at all. Uh, And then Nawara stepped up in the last game. He got 24 minutes. But again, with Giannis back, I think that'll take a dip. We also have... uh, Connaughton out and Wesley Matthews out tonight. So Wigington uh, could get some more minutes. Uh, He was decent last night. All right, let's go to the high scoring game on the night. The big total, at least. We'll see how it plays out. But it's 243 and a half. Charlotte in Minnesota. Uh, The Timberwolves favored by six. When these two teams played before, it was 133 to 115. So 248 total, exactly what we'd be looking for tonight. I think this will be a popular game. I'll have a lot of exposure to it, but I don't think it's a guarantee. Um, when they played before, the fantasy points were pretty spread out. It wasn't uh, you know three or four guys who just absolutely smashed. Uh, so we'll see. And these price tags are up a little bit uh, from some of the other games where we've been looking at. But we'll have slightly different matchups as well and guys who are out there. So let's... Break it down a little bit. On the Charlotte side, uh, Gordon Hayward, Jalen McDaniels, and Cody Martin are out. So we've got that nice combination of guys out in a great game environment. You know, this is Charlotte number one in pace, Minnesota number two in pace, Charlotte bad defensively. And both of these teams are top 11 on offense. The only thing that's not perfect is that Minnesota is decent defensively. They're 16th. So starting on that Charlotte side, uh, Rogier, I mean, he deserves the first mention. Two games in a row with exactly 66 and a half DraftKings points, 35, 10, and nine against Memphis at a, a triple double. I mean, the guy before that, he's just, uh, he's booming right now. And we know that he can bust at a price tag like 7,900 on DraftKings, 7,500 on FanDuel. But uh, he is, uh, I think I like him a little better than LaMelo tonight. Uh, LaMelo likely to face Pat Beverly defense and Rogier probably will get more of D'Angelo Russell and throughout the season, the two and the three position, uh, against Minnesota has been much better than that point guard spot because of Pat Beverly. So I like Rogier here. Uh, Ubre then is the X factor. 
because he's pretty cheap. 5,900 DraftKings, 58 FanDuel. But in his starts here recently without Gordon Hayward, he's not done well. Uh, minutes down, um, just not he's just not been a factor. It's been disappointing. Does he turn it around today? This is a perfect game environment for him. So wouldn't surprise me at all. He's in consideration for me. Bridges is in a decent spot too, but he's in the mid-7K range. Uh, and then we've got the new rotation of bigs. We've got Plumlee. He's continued to start, but P.J. Washington getting good minutes. And then Montrez Harrell, uh, 20 points, 9 rebounds in his last game here for Charlotte in 29 minutes. Uh, Mid-5K range on both sides. I like Trez tonight. I think he can do work against Nas Reed and company off that bench. So Rogier, Harrell, Oubre, probably my three favorite targets there. Book Knight's been playing well also. Uh, and then JT Thor has been getting some minutes. On the Minnesota side, uh, you know, really good matchup pretty much across the board here, especially for Russell Edwards and, and the big cat. Centers do really well against Charlotte, but he's the most expensive, of course. So that's the big thing there. You know, do we want to spend almost 10000 for him? Uh, he got in foul trouble, didn't do much in the last game. Anthony Anthony Edwards took over against Indiana, scored 37. So uh, he he went back-to-back 30-point -back nights also. Uh, can he go for three in a row? Uh, we'll see. He's in my player pool. I like Beverly's price here in this game. Uh, perfect game environment if it stays close, plenty of possessions, more and more opportunities for him to get some steals. Just stay out of just stay out of foul trouble, please, Pat Beverly, uh, and and I think you'll certainly pay off your five thousand dollar price tag. After that, uh, Jaden McDaniel's in the three K range off the the bench is decent. Beasley has had some good scoring games recently. His price is reasonable. Uh, probably won't get to McLaughlin or Nas Reed. All right, one other eight o'clock game. It's Memphis and New Orleans, two twenty seven and a half total. Memphis favored by four. Um, they've been off since Saturday. It's a front end for them. They're going to play Portland tomorrow. Back-to-back -back for New Orleans. They smoked Toronto last night by 30. So let's start with the Memphis side. Jaw is questionable. Rather big piece of news. If he plays, uh, he's a little too pricey for me tonight at 9,500 and 10,000. I do like the matchup. You know, New Orleans is not good defensively. But just the way that the slate works out, I don't think that would be my my go-to spot tonight. I think I'd rather save some money and pay and pay for Bain tonight in the 6K range on both sites, shooting guard or small forward. Uh, shooting guards have done really well against New Orleans this year. I know that McCollum is there now, but he wasn't shutting guys down in Portland either. So I like Bain here to get a little exposure to this game. Triple J is a little expensive for me. Uh, Steven Adams is in consideration for me tonight. Remember, this game is in New Orleans. And when they played there before earlier this year, Steven Adams got up for it, his return to New Orleans. He went for 15, 9, and 4, and then 5 stocks. He's been playing well lately. A couple of these games, he hasn't gotten good minutes. But point per minute, he's been awesome. Uh, lots of double-digit rebound games recently. I think he'll be up for the, the challenge against Joe Val again. 5,800 on DraftKings is pretty solid. 6,900 on FanDuel is a little bit scary. 
Uh, so we'll think about that. And then the Memphis bench, obviously, if Jaw is out, Tyus Jones will be a key value play because he's in the $3,000 range on both sites. After that, uh, Clark's been playing good, but he's up in the 5K range now. So mostly a focus for me of Bain, possibly Adams, and then obviously Tyus Jones if Jaw is out. On the New Orleans side, again, it is a back-to-back for them. Uh, they kind of mixed up the minutes a little bit more with that blowout. Uh, but I'm hesitant to go here. Uh, again, Memphis, the much better defensive team in this matchup. And as they incorporate C.J. McCollum, you know, that's thrown things off a little bit. Uh, we've seen Devontae Graham get very few shots. You know, he's in the 4K range. If he had his normal shots, he'd be attractive. But I'm hesitant to go there. Uh, and Brandon Ingram, you know, around 8,000. Wouldn't surprise me at all if he hits that number. But uh, on this slate, you know, I'm going, I'm planning to go to other guys in that price range. Uh you know, as as uh, New Orleans tries to incorporate McCollum into the offense. With the New Orleans bench, uh, you know, Alvarado's been decent here. Uh, some guys got some extra run last night, Temple, Snell, and Clark. Jackson Hayes still in play for me on FanDuel, where he's a, a $3,700 power forward. All right, last game of the night. And again, thanks for tuning in. If you want my lineups tonight, Join us at DFSCoachDoc.com. We'll send you an email, get you into our Discord. I will have a DraftKings Coaches Clipboard tonight with core plays on DraftKings and then other options to fill out your lineup. And then I'll have full FanDuel and Yahoo lineups, cash lineups, and GPP lineups that you can plug in and play. So uh, join at DFSCoachDoc.com. If you have any questions, you can find us at DFSCoachDoc on Twitter. And you can find me at Language Olympic. All right, final game of the night, Clippers and Suns, the 10 o'clock second half of the TNT doubleheader. 223 total, Suns favored by 13. They are just rolling here, 46 and 10. Awesome team, playing well on both ends. It is a front end of the back-to-back for them. They're going to host Houston tomorrow. It's the second night for the Clippers they beat Golden State last night by 15. Uh, let's look at the injuries here. We've got Norman Powell out, uh, unfortunate for him. And then Luke Kennard, questionable. Uh, he sat out last night. If he's out again, then another good opportunity for these Clippers starters at pretty reasonable price tags. Reggie Jackson, uh, Mann, Morris, Batum, and Zubats. That's who started last night. I would think it would be the same five tonight. Uh, man was excellent. 25 points, seven rebounds, six assists, and he's only 4,600 on DraftKings. Uh, if Kennard is out again, I think that'll be hard to pass up. Yes, the Suns are, are great defensively. They're third, but, uh, you know, he's just got a great opportunity here with, uh, all the big guys out for the Clippers and now Norman Powell as well. Uh, you could also go with Morris or Batum here. You know, Morris has had some off nights lately, but six, around 6,000, he's paid that number off quite a bit this year. Batum in the $3,000 range, uh, you know, if he gets decent run again, he can smash that. We've got Hartenstein backing up Zubots now, Covington and Coffee, the only other guys to get significant minutes last night. 
Uh, on the Sun side, uh, they're a little bit more crowded now. Uh, yes, they've got Crowder and, and Bridges. And I'm thinking about that 3-4 range because in addition to Cam Johnson, of course, they've added Torrey Craig. So in a game like in their last one where they blew out Orlando, uh, Cam Johnson and Corey, Torrey Craig kind of cut into Bridges and Crowder a little bit, and Craig took away from Cam Johnson. So for those four guys... I'm going to steer clear for right now. Uh, you know, Aiton and McGee probably won't go there either, although it is a, a good matchup for Aiton. Uh, so maybe I'll have to think about that a little bit more. Um, but, you know, I'm not not planning to go with much exposure here to the Suns because then we've got some pretty stiff price tags for Chris Paul and Booker. Uh, but as I think about the matchups, I would expect Mann to guard Paul a fair amount. And Booker might get that better matchup against Reggie Jackson. So uh, I might take a flyer on a Booker share or two. He's cheaper than Chris Paul. And like I said, I think he'll have a better matchup. And he's had some real good scoring games lately. So he's a possibility. Uh, but don't think I'll go to anybody on the bench. In addition to those forwards I mentioned, You've also got Elf Payton, and then Aaron Holiday's been added to the mix. He got nine minutes against Orlando. But again, this is uh, you know a lower total game with two of the top 10 defenses, so I'm not going to plan to have as much exposure to this one. I really want to focus on those 8 o'clock games the most. Indiana, Milwaukee, Charlotte, Minnesota, Memphis, and New Orleans. I will also be watching the news here throughout the rest of the day, of course, to see if anything else changes, see what happens with that Boston lineup. Uh, get us ready for our final decisions. The lineups will go up into our Discord uh, at about 7.05 or 7.10 p.m. Eastern. So join this afternoon if you'd like to participate in what is hopefully a fun night at DFS Coach Talk. On behalf of the entire DFS Coach Talk team, I'm Andrew Hansen. Thank you for joining me, and we'll see you next time as we look to crush it in DFS.